Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with LaToya Bell. She's the Deputy Director at the Ohio Justice and Policy Center. LaToya, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. Yeah, excited to have you. So, LaToya, why don't you start telling me a little bit about yourself? Well, as you said, I'm the Deputy Director for the Ohio Justice and Policy Center. I've been here about a year. Before that, I was the Municipal Chief for the Hamilton County Clerk of Court. And before that, I am a career public defender. I was a public defender in Kentucky and in Maryland. And um, I'm a Cincinnati native, but most people won't know that because of my most of my work has been done outside of Cincinnati. Okay, really interesting. So it sounds like you've had, you know, an interesting path to take you to the position you're at now as deputy director. Tell me a little bit more about the Ohio Justice and Policy Center. Well, we are a nonprofit law firm, which is a bit of an oxymoron because very few law firms are in business, um, not for profit. But we are a nonprofit law firm that focuses on criminal legal system reform. Mm -hmm. We do direct client services as well as policy work and outreach. We've been in existence. We just celebrated our 20th year last year, 25th year last year. Um, And again, for us to have been around for so long, there are still organizations or still people in the community who don't know us and don't know our work. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So talk to me a little bit more about the work that you that you do at the Ohio Justice and Policy Center. It started off as PRAC, Prisoners' Rights Advocacy Center, and the focus there was on prisoners' rights, primarily human rights in prison is um, a better way to think about it. The instances and, and things that individuals that are incarcerating encounter, whether it's abuse, um, denial of medical treatment, um, the failure to allow them to exercise their religious belief, those types of things that go on institutions was the focal point. And then as the climate changed, and of course, as you start addressing one problem with the criminal legal system, you'll start identifying hundreds and others. Mm-hmm. So the focus shift to second chance, that was the second biggest project area, which allows individuals who've been impacted by the criminal legal system to bounce back and reintegrate back into society, whether it's through work or housing, without having their criminal record be a barrier. And then in 2019, Beyond Guilt was born. It's our latest project and now one of our fastest growing projects with focuses on reintegrating back into society individuals who've served very lengthy sentence. We represent them before the parole board. And it's a little bit different than the Innocent Project because where the Innocent Project works on exonerating individuals who aren't guilty, Beyond Guilt, the name indicates we are representing individuals who have been convicted, but also acknowledged responsibility for their commission of an act. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like, you know, the work is very powerful that you've been able to do over the years, working with, you know, direct client services, like you said, talk to me a little bit about the outreach that you're doing, because, you know, I imagine education is such a huge part of of what the work that you're doing is. It is a big component. So a lot of our, our accomplishments, our progress, of course, is done through direct client services. But where we can't move the needle and change um, the system through direct representation or impact litigation, we do policy and outreach. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I like to do as a public defender was that, you know, the focus is on guilt and innocence and winning is relative. But I also try to ed- educate my clients as we went through the process. And that is kind of what we do here through o- OJPC, but in a different realm. And so where we can't make an impact directly, we are educating individuals about laws that are changes, laws that need to change, um, 
ways that they can get involved. We train individuals to give testimony before legislature, um, how to draft legislation, things like that. And so that's part of a small part of our outreach. The other part is, again, people don't know what they don't know until they're walking through the system and trying to explain the difference between record sealing and expungement. Most people use them interchangeably, but they're actually two different forms of relief. Mm -hmm. um, and educating them on other forms of relief that may not be publicized, like the Ohio Governor's Expedited Pardon Program, which was just started um, last year. And it's a program offered for individuals who aren't eligible for traditional record sealing. It's another form of relief to get their record sealed and expunged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm listening to all of the different arms of the organization that, you know, the Ohio's Justice and Policy Center has. And I'm wondering, too, kind of what that growth looked like. Was it, you know, as you were growing over the years, you just saw gaps in services and, you know, were able to kind of, you know, capitalize on, on the needs that you were seeing? Talk to me about what that growth looked like. Well, again, I've only been here for a year, but mm -hmm. I'm sure, again, just starting off with dealing with human rights in prison, they realized quickly, like, we're dealing with individuals at this part of their, their life and their interaction with the criminal legal system, but working backwards, you see, you know, how did they even enter the system? So we do a small project, uh, small area um, policing, because again, that's another entry point into the criminal legal system. Mm -hmm. And then life outside of incarceration, not everybody impacted by the legal system is incarcerated, mm -hmm. but they still have the same challenges. And so I think the growth spun out of trying to address one problem and then recognizing the overlap of 20 or 30 other problems or collateral consequences from just having an encounter with the criminal legal system. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's really, you know, it's it's powerful work that you're doing. And I imagine too, you know, over the last year, over your career, you've seen the, based on a lot of, I imagine the different political atmospheres, the different movements going on, the work that you're doing, I imagine, has also, you know, been impacted and shifted over the years. Yeah, I think 2020, before I joined the organization, was probably one of the most impactful years in recent years, and that's stemming from the fallout and the change of climate from the pandemic, as well as the murder of George Floyd. And so, I've been working in this space for years, for most of my career, but things like that introduce the criminal legal system and the problems or the causes mm -hmm. to other people who may not work into the space. Mm -hmm. And it's an opportunity for us to get to get in the forefront and say, hey, we've been here, we've been working in this space, and let us tell us more about mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. we're working on in this space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, this may be, uh, a, I don't want to call it a silly question, but can you only work with individuals in Ohio? So, Yes, primarily that's our focus with Ohio mm -hmm. Justice and Policy Center. However, our executive director, David Singleton, has represented individuals in Minnesota um, mm -hmm. and Florida. And so we have a national reputation because our ED is a mm -hmm. very well-known individual working in the space. Mm -hmm. And what we'd like to obviously do is maybe replicate some of our services regionally and nationally. Mm -hmm. um, again, Beyond Guilt is, is mm -hmm. unique in that it's representing individuals who are actually convicted of the, the crime and acknowledging responsibility, totally different than the innocent project. So you'll start to see a trend in organizations taking on not just innocent individuals, but individuals who actually have done it, but are ready to reintegrate. Mm 
So, you know, I want to make sure that I'm kind of understanding all of the different aspects of the Ohio Justice Policy Center. So it sounds like not only are you tackling issues of sentencing reform, you know, reentry services, dealing with those people who are convicted um, and, you know, like I said, the reentry, but also, you know, mass incarceration. Are those kind of the three major areas that the Ohio Justice and Policy Center really targets? Those are the three big project areas, yeah. and, but even under its second chance is the umbrella. You have record sealing, you have expungement, which in Ohio is a very narrow form of relief for a narrow group of individuals, even though people use it um, very liberally. It's a very narrow form of relief. You have the expedited pardon program, but also under our second chance services, one of those individual category of individuals who are actually eligible for expungement is a human trafficking, and mm-hmm. that's that's part of the work that's done under our second chance work. We've done bail lobbying and and bail reform work as well, which doesn't fit exactly into either of the project areas, but again, it's directly related to individuals impacted by the criminal legal system. Mm -hmm. And so we touch on a lot of different areas and try to do the work from a lens of what's another area. One of the other areas that we're starting to focus on that's picking up traction is the impact that criminal records have on housing. And so while we're not focused specifically on housing, you have organizations like Legal Aid that are dedicated, have dedicated projects to housing, there's a bit of an overlap. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, too, like I said, talking about education previously, I imagine a lot of the work that you do not only is working with educating people who have interacted with the criminal justice system, but also too, you know, like you said, community organizational work, working with, you know, housing corporations or, you know, leasing offices, what have you, to work with, you know, those people, again, client services, but direct client services, but also to the educational uh, community reform. One of the things that I, I want to make sure that we do while I'm here at OJPC is try to make it relatable to people who it wouldn't normally be relatable to. And so, like, thinking about second chance, it's not just a criminal legal reform issue. It's an economic issue. The more people that are able to have their record seals means more people that are able to work, which means the economy is stimulated because there are more people pumping money into the economy because they're working and able to do so. So just changing the lens on the impact that the criminal legal system has on other facets of our lives makes it more relatable to individuals who may not have direct in- involvement with the system, but still see it as a, an issue that impacts us all. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, LaToya, what would you say the most significant misconception about the work that you do would be? I think that we don't value public safety. You know, we're talking about individuals who committed crimes and very serious offenses. The misconception could be that we don't value public safety. And I and I experienced this as a public defender. I'd be asked, how would you represent those people? And my response is, my job is to protect individuals' rights as they go through the system. Mm-hmm. And so protecting rights does not mean it's an impediment or impediment or it desensitizes um, the victim or lives lost or the value on the victim. It's just, again, there are two sides of this. And mm-hmm. so the rights of everybody that's involved in the system is, is equally important. And I think that's one of the big, biggest misconceptions is that we don't value public safety. Yeah, what does public yeah. safety mean, right? Well, we're at it. (laughs) That's really interesting. That's and I think that's an important misconception to address specifically in this conversation and in the work that you do, um, just talking about as you continue to grow the education. That's that's a huge piece. So, you know, if people want to learn more about the work that the Ohio Justice Policy Center is doing, where would they go to learn more? We're on the Web at www 
ohiojpc.org. We have information about our programs, how you can volunteer. We are funded by donations primarily and, and individual funders, how you can donate and support our work. You can learn about upcoming events. You can also learn about our annual events and our annual report. Fantastic. So Latoya, before we before we leave, you know, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I, I want to thank you for um, this opportunity to put OJPC in front of your listeners. And again, I would encourage people to take a look at the work we do because I'm pretty sure that they'll be surprised by some of the people who help, some of the circumstances that our clients have found themselves in. Every time I have a conversation with someone, I, I challenge their thinking about who our clients are. Um, I think there's a misconception back to that about who actually has been involved in the criminal legal system. And working as a public defender, I know that the people who have encounters with the criminal legal center system cross all socioeconomic backgrounds. And so again, just take a look at the work we're doing and the people that we're helping. And I think people will be pleasantly surprised. That's fantastic. Well, Latoya, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you breaking down all of the different arms that the Ohio Justice and Policy Center, you know, is working with from education to, you know, direct client services. I think, you know, the work the work that you're doing is is, you know, important to to acknowledge, understand. Um, and like you said, you know, just continuing to support people who have been, you know, who have interacted with the criminal justice system. So I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Thank you so much for having us. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, yeah great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.